The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Unlock the power of your dreams. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Welcome to Ask Dr. Dream. This is where you uncover the truth of your dreams and reveal the beauty of who you are. I'm your host, Dr. Dream, Kelly Sullivan Walden. So grateful and happy to be here today with you on Unity Online Radio. The number to call if you want to clear your throat like mine. I have a little frog in my throat today. (laughs) Forgive me. If you have a question about your dreams or about anything, actually, anything that's going on in your heart and soul, um, it all ties back to dreams. The number to call is 816-251-3555. And I'm so excited to be with you. Sorry it took a little longer to get on. I had a little technical difficulty, but we're we're on, we're happening. So we're going to do a quick, quick little prayer. And I have an amazing guest today, and I can't wait to get to her. So just join me in closing your eyes if you can, if you're not operating heavy machinery. Turn within. Take a big, deep breath. And drop all the stress, all the worry, hurry, blurry, flurry, all the stuff that doesn't really matter. Let it all go. (sighs) And let your breath elevate you to that place in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit where you wake up, where you remember who you are. You remember that you are at one with the one. You remember that you are in an unbroken connection with the infinite and all is operating on behalf of your greatest good. And one of the ways to explore that is through your dreams and our dreams in a nutshell can show us where we have some blocks to be released and they can also show us the next best path to be able to wake up and enjoy the life that we came here to live. So I'm so grateful to be with you today. Nancy T, thank you for joining me. And I know you've picked an awakening, awakened dreamer oracle card. Um, What did you pick? I picked big red bow. Imagine everything (laughs) you look at is a gift wrapped in a gigantic red bow. Your card, Even technical difficulties. Hmm. Yes, all of that. (laughs) Big red bow, your washing machine, your bills, even your family members. I love that it says even your family members. (laughs) Gaze upon the tangible and intangible aspects of your life and behold how blessed and lucky you are. Thank you, Nance. And that's perfect because we're kind of, you know, after Halloween, we're in the season of gratitude. I think we are always in the season of gratitude, or at least we were better off when we are. And so that's a great one to get us ready for that. Okay, so without further ado, let me just tell you a little bit about my amazing guest today. I am so in love with this woman. Her writing just literally, you pick up her book. read a few words and you're in an altered state. At least I'm in an altered state. And I want it. I want that to be my normal state. So 
My guest today is Catherine Grace Landry. Her book, this is one in a series of books. There, it's the Way series, but this is the third in the series. It's the Way of the Grace-Filled Heart, Travel the Unbroken Path of Light and Love. Let me tell you a little bit about my guest, Catherine Grace Landry. She really lives up to her name, Grace. That middle name just says it all. She's an award-winning author, speaker, and spiritual guide. Catherine was born in Toronto, Canada, yet spent her formative years in a small town perched on the magnetic granite of the Canadian Shield. See how poetic she is even in her bio. Her summers were spent on the Great Lakes, hiking, biking, and swimming in the rivers and forests of northern landscapes, which cemented a deep spiritual connection to nature. She moved back to the big city for university and spent years traveling, and she was flirting with a career as a classical singer, traveled extensively through Europe, and ended up coming back to Canada, having a very successful 22-year career as a marketing, communications, and fundraising executive where she raised millions of dollars for performing arts and education. And then at the age of 50, it seemed like a switch was turned off and another was turned on, resulting in her leaving the corporate world and setting out on a journey to rediscover the wonder and magic inspired by those mystical landscapes of her youth. So she became her own teacher and relentlessly sought her own path for the next bunch of years, even though she doesn't look like she's over 50 by any means. So clearly being on this path is like the eternal youth, kind of a fountain of youth. So she has written some books based on her experience with Kundalini yoga and all kinds of other spiritual practices. Her books are The Way of the Simple Soul, the Way of the Light Keeper, and the Way of the Grace-Filled Heart, which is the one that we're going to be exploring today. And I'm so grateful that she's joining us. Her website, by the way, you want to check her out. It's Catherine Grace Landry, and it's Catherine with a C, Grace, and then Landry is L-A-N-D-R-Y.com. Okay, without further ado, Catherine, welcome to the Ask Dr. Dream Show. Thank you so much for your patience, and thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much, Kelly. I'm just thrilled to be here. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, so what is the story behind the story of how your books came to be? Let's just start right there. Yeah, it was it was a um, a fascinating story for me because at the time I was not. Um, deeply into kind of the spiritual world and the spiritual language. I've always been a relatively spiritual person, but I hadn't really got fully fully engaged uh, in it. And um, it has to do with my father-in-law, and he mm. was dying. Yes, uh, it's a strange connection, too, because not like a father or it was my father-in-law, whom mm. I love dearly. He's just a, was a wonderful, wonderful, sweet, loving, kind um, man full of joie de vivre. He was very, very vivacious and happy and joyful. Wonderful man. Anyway, as he lay dying, um, all mm. the family around him, I was there as well, of course, and I had this very strong urge to put my hands on his body. And mm. um, so it, it coincided with the moment at which his soul actually left and he took his last breaths. 
Um, and I thought, I know, it, it, now I, I speak of it, it gives me the shivers. But at the time, I thought, well, I have this compulsion, I do. And um, he passed. It was very peaceful. Um, and a couple of hours later, after we had left the hospital, we were home and um, just trying to gather ourselves to move to, you know, the next step in the process. I became very sick, very, very ill. I just, it was like a volcano had erupted in my, um, in, in my core, wow. in my gut, in my digestive system, in my heart. I, I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, I wasn't, but it, it just, there were so many awful things going on inside. However, mm. carried on. Um, and over the next number of months, that um, whatever you want to call it, indigestion, heart, whatever, did not get any better. So I ended up going through a series of the usual medical tests to see if there was anything physically wrong. The answers to all the medical testing came back, no, you're fine. Um, you're perfectly healthy. We don't understand why you're having all these issues. Ultimately, after about nine months or more of this, I ended up um, a recommendation from a friend who said, you know, why don't you go and see a shaman? Mm. And again, this is this. Yeah, this was a whole new thing for me at that time. Um, I hadn't had any experience with shamans and uh, some experience with the metaphysical, but not, you know, not a lot at that time. So I thought, well, I'm desperate. I will do this. So I I went to see this, this wonderful, wonderful woman. She was just so full of light and, and so in tune with so many things that, that I subsequently became very fascinated with and then went on to study. But she said to me, she said, okay, what's going on here is that you have this, a uh, part of the soul of your father-in-law is basically attached to you. He's kind of sitting right on your shoulder. He's right there with you. He has a message and he mm. wants, he's trying to get your attention with all of this. And he wants to pass this message to you so that you can do something with it. I said, okay. So what then subsequently happened was that I managed to um, connect with his soul and that. Um, moment um, was probably one of the most profound moments of my life, um, certainly wow. up until then. And um, I did a, a, a ceremony and connected. He and I spoke. Um, of course, it's not always, it's not the language that we are speaking mm. now, but it's that soul to soul language. Um, and he passed, um, he said, yes, I, I have something I want you to do. And, I, and he passed me a message and he said to me, or the words there, the essence that came through was write a book called, and he actually, the title was this title, the way of the simple soul, which is the first book was the mm -hmm. title that he gave to me. And, wow. um, so I translated, uh, all of that. But then the fascinating part again was that. You know, when we get these soul messages, it's not plain English. So um, mm. it took me quite a few months to determine and decipher and sort through how I would translate into English words um, what he had um, passed on to me as his message. So it was a fairly long process. But in the end, I, I did, I think, um, I believe he's told me that I have managed to translate the message that he gave me in, in, in an appropriate way. And <laughs> so it started out as the, the way of the simple soul, and then it ended up as the three books. And the, as you say, the one that I've just completed now, the, the way of the grace-filled heart is the one that um, 
that has connected you and I. So that's the story behind it. Oh, oh it's incredible. All I know is I, I read a lot of metaphysical books and there's there's something about your books that there's like a transmission that happens in the holding of the books and the in the being in it. It's and your writing is gorgeous by itself, but oh, it's like you. what what comes through is beyond the words. Um, it's, mm. it's very special and I, yeah, so I, I really recommend to everyone listening that they reach out, that they get the whole series, the way of the simple soul, way of the light keeper and way of the grace filled heart. I just feel so blessed to have, um, connected with you. Okay. So let's see, um, how, Oh, well, you know what? There's a section in this book. I just want to, I want to touch on because we're in, yeah. A relative lockdown right now or we should be anyway <laughs> and not all of us mm-hmm. are doing that some of us are rebelling but um one of you uh, most of the passages in this book start with a dream and mm-hmm. one of the one of the sections that caught my attention is i dreamed i was traveling and it starts with we were stopped with roadblocks or traffic jams or something of that sort it was very unclear. Someone suggested we take a detour over to the left, which we did. We entered a foggy, misty place. We parked and left the car to enter a building. When we came out, we had drinks in hand. The sun was shining and we proceeded to relax on a deck overlooking a lovely landscape of forest and lakes. Very summer cottage style. It all seemed very normal. A nice summer day with friends. Then it changed again, and one of us produced a substance and lazily sprinkled it far and wide through the air. The air shimmered and shifted and then settled once again. The dream opened to a different scene. I was relaxing, half asleep in a lounge chair, enjoying the peace and quiet when a tree walked up to me. Yes, a tree. It looked at me, and I regarded it, and then the dream goes on and on and on, but I love this dream <laughs> so much. Okay, so <laughs> unpack this for us and tell us more about this magical dream. It's on, well, I have the PDF. It's on page 20, but um, I'm sure it's yeah, deeper. Yeah, I have it. Not... I have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, it, it's, um, that was the, um, the energy around that dream. So when I woke up out of that dream, the energy that was floating around me, the frequency, I should say, not the energy, the frequencies that were floating around me as I woke up out of the dream were so peaceful and so calm. And so um, it was like I had taken a tiny dip into complete unity with source that we we have those moments eh, where we just, we feel we are so totally one. And, and that, um, that dream was was it was cute because it was kind of tongue in cheek. You know, the tree walked up to me and, and said, "You know, hi." Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, tree. Um, mm. uh, but the point was that the tree, you know, it it there was a tree. There were some beautiful shining one beings and, and shining beings in that in that dream as well. And and what they the message they left was that to remember the feeling because this is how it was before fear entered the psyche mm. of all creatures. And mm. um, sometimes their messages have strange words. I know that's a little bit fear entered the psyche of all creatures. It sounds very <laughs> prosaic. No, but, it's, um, no, it's profound. I feel like we need to just like say that again. It's like this is what was available before fear entered the psyche of all creatures. Wow. 
And I think we all have a memory of that and we can all dream into that memory. So I think that it doesn't sound strange at all. It sounds like one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. So keep going. Oh no, did I lose you? <laughs> uh -oh. Can you hear me, Kelly? I can hear you. Can you uh, hear me? I can hear you. Oh, are we, good. Are we on? Yeah, I lost you there for are a second. Oh, yes. Back. Oh, oops. Okay, we're back. Um, oh, so thank yeah, God. That tiny, ugh, that tiny glimpse of that feeling of oneness that that um, the dream was was giving me, and um, it it precedes a chapter that that is called um, "I am you, and you are me." Um, mm which is that sense that in the oneness of source that the light love that that comes from our creator source that is is that connects us in this constant and continual loop of infinity through all creatures we are all connected in this one and though each of us has different paths and each of us has different personalities different characters and and different objectives for for their soul life here on earth we are still at the very still point within us we are connected um through that spark that light love from which we are created and and so that was that 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 was what that dream was was reminding me it was like it was a reminder to say remember remember this mm. Mm -hmm. wow wow i wrote about this in my newsletter that went out today for for people who mm -hmm. are having a challenging time which many people are during this pandemic time it's the election season and we're even going into halloween and we're talking about witches and goblins and this can be a scary time but for those who want to have sweet dreams in spite of all that's going on around us i think they should just read your dream your read your book and read your dreams at bedtime because in the middle of the night i w i woke up for whatever reason and i went back to sleep reading your book and i went into the most heavenly reverie with your words on my mind and with this sense of oneness and these these beings what did you call them you called the, they were like sparkling beings what did you i call them the shine the shining ones the shining ones shining oh. ones yeah just because they're very they're very tall very big very bright and very white <laughs> so i call them my shining ones. <laughs> holy holy lord that's like Nancy, how are you doing with all this? Are you are you following this? Are you? Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm loving like me? this. I'm absolutely <laughs> loving it. That it's amazing. The I what I was what's really amazing to me is that, you know, even from the start of your story with your you know feeling compelled to touch your father-in-law, that you just have always. It seems like you always answer the call and we, we work with the hero's journey a lot. And, and when that call comes to you, you, answer it. And then you put it in such beautiful words and language for everyone else to drink it in. Um, that whole yeah. connectivity thing was also a piece for me because I was thinking, you know, when I hear we're all connected, I go right to my place of yes, Kelly and I are connected, but, but mm -hmm. remembering that I'm connected with those unsavory folks that I might not want to be, <laughs> you know, like we're all connected. That's the, that's the thing, the reminder I got. So thank you. 
Gosh. Ooh, say something about that, Catherine, about because, you know, there is that that feeling of that you talk about in in your book, Way of the Grateful, Way of the Grace Filled Heart, um, mm-hmm. about being having this connection, this unbreakable connection. Um, so how how does that work with those energies that aren't preferred? Um, how do you how do you work with that? Do you just go underneath the yucky energy and go to what the source is or how do you how do you deal with that yeah kelly that's exactly you just nailed it right there that's exactly it it's yay this is and and you know it's actually um in the second book the way of the light keeper uh mm. it's detailed in more there's more detail in in the light keeper about how we are all light keepers and yeah. The light is within our heart, and there are certainly there are certainly some of us, and and sometimes it changes throughout our lives as well for for any any one of us. I mean, there are moments where I think, oh my goodness, the light that I carry in my oh, heart heavens. has gotten a, a bit small. Catherine, um, just hold that yeah. thought for one moment yeah. because how did it happen? The, the we are already going into a commercial break, but we will be back in just a moment. I'm with Catherine Grace Landry. We're talking about the way of the grace-filled heart. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Dream interpretation and a lot more. Welcome back to Ask Dr. Dream with Kelly Sullivan Walden. So grateful to be here with you today, having such an amazing time talking with Catherine Grace Landry, the author of The Way of the Grace-Filled Heart. This is the third book in a trilogy. There's The Way of the Simple Soul, The Way of the Light Keeper, and this latest book that is coming out right now, The Way of the Grace-Filled Heart. It is truly magical, and I think better than any anything you could do to to manipulate your sleep to have it be sweet and lucid and wonderful just read her books as you go to sleep i promise you you will feel uplifted to the max they're they're really high frequency books and I am just, I'm in heaven. So um, let's see, where were we? We There's so much to talk about here. We, we I want to talk about dreams on this during this segment as well. And um, so I want to make sure everybody has the number to call in, 816-251-3555. And actually, before we go too much further, I have to give a shout out to Karen, Karen Stuth, and she's your publisher. So let's, she just is a wonderful champion of your work. And I just want to, so the name of your publishing company is Catherine Grace Landry? It's Satyama Publishing, S-A-T-I-A-M-A, Satyama. And that's Mm -hmm. um, owned by Karen Stuth, and she Mm -hmm. publishes out of Colorado. Um, Yay, Karen. And uh, it, it's her uh, her private publishing company, and she has quite a catalog, actually. And um, I'm so blessed that she she took me on as a new mm. author, and she's just been wonderful. Um, the process has been great, and if anybody needs a publisher, call Karen. She's wonderful. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
Well, I think there's some, there's just a wonderful way about her that is, that transmits, like it's, it's a continuum of your message and who you are and through her. And I think that's not always the case. And it, and it definitely was in this case. I'm really, really um, filled up with, with what you, with what you've all presented. Okay. So let's take a call. Let's take a dream. Okay. Miss Denise. Denise, what have you got dreaming today? What do you want to share with us today, Denise Carter? Hi. I got Hi. so many, but I always try to choose <laughs> one centered around your guests. So let me do this one. Um, <clears throat> I had a dream. I was with some people. I know the people. It was a group of people that used to belong to the union with the, the place that I used to work at. So they're in a circle and they're talking. Okay, and I was like, oh, there's the union, whatever. I wasn't a part of it, but uh, they were good people. But then in the dream, one of the key players in that union was a real go-getter, usually like a fighter for the people. Anyway, mm. I, I get with him, and all of a sudden, he puts out his hand, and on his hand is a gold ring with the amnesty birthstone now bear in mm. mind i am i have the same gold ring i have my mm. college ring and i have the birthstone and so he put his hand out and i said oh my god you have the amethyst birthstone whatever i'm not pronouncing it right because i'm talking too fast amethyst he's like yeah amnes oh, amnes yeah i can't say it uh it's my <laughs> birthstone i can't even pronounce it go figure anyway so <laughs> our hands Mm-hmm. Our hands, he was put, putting his, pointing his hand out, and I put mine out, and our hands kind of touched so we could see the similarities because it was the same birthstone, and it was um, gold. It was gold, but the birthstone was, and that was the dream. He was just, we, 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 just, we both were just so, uh, like, mm. ugh. Wow. So I just thought that was deep because that, that stone is a protector, and I just can't put the rest mm. of it together to understand who is he. Mm. And why am I? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm lost. Okay, okay, well, I'm gonna jump in for a second, Nancy. I'm gonna let you take the amethyst and gold part because you are you've become quite the the scholar of all things sacred stone. And then Catherine, I'll send I'll, whatever insight you have as well. I'm just I'm just blown away by some of the the wordplay, the word union, and feeling not a part of it. And yet they're okay, they're good people, but not a good part of it. And then a ring is also kind of a symbol of unity. So, and I think with Catherine Grace Landry on the show, there's such a a feeling of unbroken unity. I think there's no accident that you brought this up. So I can't help but think this dream is a high vibe dream that's trying to get me back into the union, even, even if it's not literally, obviously not literally the union necessarily, but into union and- with my fellow man. Um, and what let were you me say, say this real quick. As, as the, the level that I was at with this, with my job, I was upper management. So the union, you know, management didn't use the union. It was more of the, the oh. people that is that kind of makes okay. sense. So I spoke. Yeah, oh, I, I, I couldn't like above the union. The union. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. <laughs> well, from from one perspective, okay, from one perspective, just I think our dreams are pointing us toward where we are in sync and where we're mm. out of sync. And I think they're always mm. trying to get us in sync. And so, of course, there's the union and there's a whole 
ball of wax that goes with that. But to me, I feel like this is the perfect symbol that a subconscious mind, my subconscious mind, if it were my dream, would mm-hmm. use to to want to get me back in sync with the union, maybe to recognize where I'm feeling better than above, which is keeping me out of it. And they're okay, but it's like really the truth is that we're all unbroken, connected. Exactly. And just like we were talking earlier with exactly. Denise, I mean, with um, Catherine Grace um, Landry um, about the the beings that maybe we don't necessarily feel in sync with going beyond the surface and beneath it and connecting with that unified energy that's there mm. to be the gold ring is another it's kind of sometimes dreams will give us like two or three layers mm-hmm. of similarity mm-hmm. until we get the point so Nancy I'm mm-hmm. going to pass this over to you let's what what do you think the amethyst aspect is is revealing well, I, you know, amethysts are known for being really powerful and protective, and they actually have a psychic connection to them, but they can make you feel less scattered and more mm. centered and focused. And and I think Ooh. that's really interesting because, you know, the one thing that you pointed out that I, that really stuck out for me was where you said he's he's kind of a fighter for the people. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it feels as though you, you place them separate, which you do explain it by saying, Hey, we weren't part of the union. We were, we were something separate from that, but really you are the people. It's all one. Mm-hmm. It's just what she's talking mm-hmm. about. Catherine Grace is mentioning. So I think, I think that amethyst is bringing that focus to get you kind of connected in that way with that. Strength. I love that. Oh, Catherine Grace. Ooh. Do you have a point of view about about this dream? Does anything intuitively kind of spark or tickle you? Um, also, the color of the amethyst. Amethyst is a is a lavendery purpley stone, and so just linking uh-huh. in with the entire um, context mm. of unity. Because you're, I, I'm getting the same hit you guys all did. It's all, it's not so much about the details as it is about the concept of unity and union with all of humankind and other kinds. Um, but the color of the purple, the uh, amethyst, mm. is um, is the color of the violet ray, which is the ray of grace. Um, yeah. It's the ray associated with grace, and and that times that we're in right now are times that are are calling us to be filled with grace and love and light, Whoa. and sharing those elements with all, no matter what is coming at us. So that that's the only thing. It was the color that that violet ray part. Yeah. That is so juicy. Yeah, it feels like unifying these disparate aspects, being above, being beneath, the masculine, the feminine, the even the the go-getter energy versus maybe a not go-getter. It's like there's this unified place for all of them. So I love this. Denise, what are you going to do with this dream? Are you going to take it to the street? Are you going to do something to express the the profundity the wisdom of this dream yes um i am fighting for something right now mm. i am fighting for something with the with the military so, okay um wow so that that's 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 very deep and like i said and he i i did my homework he is an aquarian He's just a oh, January Aquarius, so his birthstone would be different, but he's still under the same, not that I'm in the zodiac like that, but it's just ironic. I did my homework yeah. found out that he was an Aquarian, but he's a big guy, and like I said, he's a fighter, and he speaks well, and he, he's going to fight to the end. So I, I think the journey I'm on as far as my fight, that, <sighs> you know, I, I can do this. I, I can do this, and I got somebody, 
It's a protector. That's the, and I think he is somebody that's fighting for me in what mm. I'm doing. I don't know who Ooh. that angel is, but that person is fighting for me. And I think the dream was letting me know you can fight with a fighter, but you, you, know, you, got, you got what he has. Stay in there. Be a part of the union. Fight for what you want. And they're telling Ooh. me to be like him. Nice. Always great to hear your dreams, Denise. Thank you so much for sharing them. We'll see you on Wild Woman tonight. All right, honey. Thank you. Thank you. I always think that our dreams are, there's, I mean, the agenda is to raise our vibration. Um, And I feel like this Denise's dream was definitely that. Okay. So Carla from New York, welcome to the show, Carla. Is this your first time calling in or have you called in before? Wow, how are you guys doing? I'm not so sure good. It's the first We're time so I'm awesome. So, what do you, what dreams do you have for us, or any questions for for Catherine Grace? Well, I'd like to be um, shaman. So I was wondering if there's a contact information to get to talk to that shaman guy. Oh, <laughs> well, I know Catherine Grace Landry's website. Um, let me give you that first of all, and let's, this is for everybody. It's CatherineGraceLandry.com, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, GraceLandry.com. And I'm sure, so if there's, if nothing else, you can go there and contact Catherine. But Catherine, is there anything you want to say in response about that shaman? Um. Only that there are there are quite a few shamans around the world. I'm in Canada, so if you're in, in the United States, there are. I'm sure that within your area, Carla, there would be some. There would be some. There would be shamans somewhere in your area. So um, I don't, off the top of my head, have have the name of of a place where you could go to. But certainly contact me if you want, and I could help you. Um, or or just Google. You could Google. You know, um, there are different associations of... Um, that's okay. I was wondering about the specific guy, but that's fine. Thank you very much, and have a thank great you, day. Thank you, Carla. Catherine, by the way, you do you do private sessions, or is that true, or workshops? Is there a way um, that people could work with you? What's that best way? Yeah, I, I do have... Um, I do have a number of things, although I, I just have to say that I'm taking about four months to myself. Good um, for you. To get well, I'm I'm <laughs> I, those shiny ones have been telling me to go on a bit of a retreat for uh, a few months, and so um, I'm not actually taking any personal one on ones at this point. Um, mm. but I'll get back to that. So, you know, if anyone's interested, they can just you know keep track of me through my my, uh, my website, but I will be back on scene a little more visible after about three or four months from now. Um, there's some things percolating, and so I need to kind of go in and inside myself and see what's percolating in there now for the next little while. So I so love that you said that because I felt when I was reading your books, I was like, there is no way she could be like multitasking and doing 5 million things while accessing this depth. So it was really Mm -hmm. inspiring to me. It made me feel like I'm going to give myself more permission to stop and drop in. This is, this is such rich, rich, juicy, juicy work that you're connecting with. So let's, let's, so with these three books, is there an order that people should read them in or can they pick up any book and start where they, where they want? What do you suggest? There. I would suggest that it doesn't really matter. They can pick up whichever one they want. And as a matter of fact, 
particularly the third one, is written in such a way that you can open it to any page you want, any chapter. Mm -hmm. um, The first one is a little more linear in style, the way of the simple soul. So you start at the beginning, kind of go through to the end. The second one is a little less linear. You could, the way of the light keeper, you could pick it up and open it uh, pretty much anywhere. Um, The third one is not linear at all. Um, it, it can be picked up and opened at any page, and you can read them in any order. Um, it, it really doesn't matter. I think uh, a lot of people I know are reading them from start to finish, whatever that means, from the first one to the last one, but um, it, it really doesn't matter. They were written as standalones, pretty much, mm. even though they all connect as a, as a series. They connect in a series, and, and, but you can read them as a standalone. Yeah. Oh. That sounds like a wonderful, wonderful thing to do on a retreat to to just dive into those books. It's they're such a touchstone. So yeah. how has how has writing these books and being on this journey, how has that changed you? How are you how do you feel different or shifted as a result um, of that? Yeah, it certainly has. I think anything we go through changes us and and um this has certainly deepened my understanding of the soul-human partnership um, and my understanding of what our soul is here to do and what its intent. Mm. There's an intent to all of our souls in addition to our kind of goals and objectives, if you will. Um, and and it certainly has, by, by developing a consistent connection and conversation between my human self and my soul self within me has allowed my entire life around me to become more calm, more peaceful, more simple. The decisions that I need to make become simple. Um, they become straightforward. Mm. There's less less concern in, in, in the details around because the so there's more harmony um, in my in my life because when when your soul is speaking to you and saying the best thing for you, Catherine, is to do this, and I just go with that. Okay, if that's what my soul tells me, then that's what I'm going to do. It's a simple decision, and everything flows. It flows. Everything becomes very harmonious, and I know because every once in a while, my ego or my human side, my brain goes, ah, no, you know what? I would really like to do that, not what you're telling me, Mr. Soul. Um, and <laughs> Mr. <I> soul. <laughs> I love that your soul's know, a man. Very, 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 <laughs> my, my soul is very masculine at times. It's like, do that. No. Awesome. Um, that's funny. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's created a lot more of a sense of... Um, no, let me just rephrase that. I have such peace and such calm inside 99% mm. of the time. And, and this oh. is because I speak to my soul on a daily basis, on a, on a minute-by-minute basis. And it, it, I know what it, I, I have figured out how it communicates with me. Our soul communicates with us differently from person to person. Mine mm. communicates in a certain way. It gives me certain, it, it, it'll give me certain feelings, certain words, certain images. It'll come in dreams. It will just give me little shivers. It'll give me little kicks in the butt, you know, that kind of thing. And I recognize <laughs> what that is, <laughs> literally in the butt. I recognize yeah. what that is because I've worked, I've worked with my soul long enough to know how it's talking to me. So on on that basis, it's just, I, and I guess the other thing is, um, is there is a lot of, we humans carry a ton of personal power. 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's energetic power, it's frequency, it's electricity, it's magnetic electric power. We carry this within us in the light that we carry. And the more I have come to understand this and activate this, I just wish everyone in the world could do this because the the power is unending. It's infinite. And and I I don't longer... I no longer live in fear. I don't live in that psyche of fear because my internal power is so strong. And if something's going to happen to me, well, it's going to happen to me, and that's okay. So it, it, that's, that's the part of the, the journey is, is, has really, those things have developed for me through this journey. And I just, oh, I just would love everyone, everyone to, to connect with their own soul and, and develop that harmony between their soul and their human self and, and feel the power that that brings and the connection to people. Mm. It's amazing. That's, mm-hmm. oh, that's the sweet spot. That's uh, We're aligned in that. Amen, sister. Mm-hmm. So how do you mm-hmm. feel that your dreams, because your chapters open with dreams, so it seems like dreams mm-hmm. are a special part of how you get your kicks in the butt or how you get your inspiration. <laughs> how do you, how, how does that work for you? They are very, very much a part of of um, yeah. I uh, messages come through. They come through my dreams all the time, and and I have different types of dreams, as you know. I mean, you're mm-hmm. a doctor. You know all about these guys, um, and so I I pay attention to them. Um, I know that certain dreams are just clearing dreams and they'll move on. I know certain dreams are speaking to me with a voice like thunder. And I, mm. and so I, I journal. I do a lot of journaling. I write them down. And I don't always understand. Well, you know this, but I'm, I'm, I don't always understand them, but I'll often go back in my journals and go, oh, yeah. dream number one, two, three, four. And you can then put the kind of connect the dots and go, oh, now I get what you're trying to tell me. Um, and often mm. I'll go to sleep at night and just ask a question, say, okay, I'm struggling with this. I'm going to ask this question. Can you bring me the message into my sleep? And sure enough, it'll come that night or the next night or whatever. And sometimes some of these dreams are also, um, uh, have happened. They're more visions during meditation. Um, so they're not yeah. night dreams, but, um, I'll, I'll get transported when I'm in meditation mode and, and into some vision and, um, it's almost always pertinent to what I'm struggling with at this point. And, um, uh, but I, that is a really clear way that our guides speak to us and the spirit speaks to us and our, our, our soul speaks to us too. Um, so very important. Right. As you know, Beyond. I'm speaking to right. the converted here. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I love yeah. Yeah, and I love the titles of your dreams. I love that you begin with these sections. I dreamed of Africa. I dreamed of a vortex. I dreamed of a place far away and long ago. I dreamed I was traveling. I dreamed I was walking on the shore. I dreamed of a strange symbol. So let's just take a quick moment and talk about this dream of a strange symbol. I'm just going to read the first couple lines here. It was a. Str- it was like a strange form of sacred geometry. It was very bright and goldish white it hung suspended unmoving in a void that undulated like the plasma on a computer screen as you run a finger over it i had never seen anything like this before i stared intently at it trying to match it to anything in my memory it was so multi-dimensional i could not grasp the whole of it with my mind
mind. And all of a sudden, the symbol began to rotate. And then it goes on where it spins. And so tell us a little bit about how that dream worked on you and what happened there. Mm, that was um, that dream took place at a time when I was really super fascinated with sacred geometry um, mm. and um, Metatron and all those those mm-hmm. different things. And um, so that what happened was that it was the it was the symbol of infinity. It was a symbol of life and death. It was the symbol of there were about three or four different sacred geometry symbols that had all um, uh, superimposed themselves one on the other. Um, And I I couldn't figure out what they were, but in the end, um, they created this huge star-like, this star-like spray, if you will. And um, what, um, sorry, I'm just, having a quick read here because there were, yeah, there mm-hmm. were codes. There was, it was like I was getting this download of, of coded information through this symbol somewhere, you know, in, into the core of myself. And, and so I woke up not even understanding what those codes or downloads, whatever that was, I didn't understand it um, um, in my mind, you know, um, intellectually in any way. Um, but what came from that was the thought that, um, we're all made of photonic light, like all our cells are, are little sparks of light and mm. um, rotating at a certain speed or beeping at a certain speed or, or glowing at a certain, in a certain level. And, and, and that, that we are, that again was part of the whole unity message um, where you see a starry sky and you see these little beautiful stars. And then if you look at, um, an x-ray machine looking at uh, or a microscopic machine looking at the inside of our cells, they're all like little stars as well. And so it was, it was another connection of the unity connection, the unified oneness of, of, of all of us that even though we look differently on the outside, on the inside, we are actually all made of light. And um, that that's kind of where that one took me, I think. <laughs> so, Nancy, <laughs> do you understand why I had such blissful dreams last night and, and all week as I've been reading? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I totally understand. I feel like I, this is the perfect timing, which it always is, isn't it, that I'm hearing her because this is what I've been thinking about all connecting with my soul. And what is my soul supposed to be doing? What does my soul want? And what, I mean, everything <sighs> you're saying, literally everything, the sacred geometry, everything I'm looking, this is all I'm immersed in right now. So what a blessing Ooh, and thrill. What a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So really like the bottom line is, is if we want to, evolve, if we want to have more grace in our lives, if we want to raise our vibration, I think there's a million things we can do. We can run around like Chicken Little, or we can just get this beautiful book, The Way of the Grace-Filled Heart, Travel the Unbroken Path of Light and Love by Catherine Grace Landry, and read it, I think, as we go to sleep and as we wake up Mm. and weave it through our dreams and then see what we dream inside of that space. I feel like this Maybe, you know, if there was a magic pill, <laughs> maybe this is it. This is it. A very yeah. gentle magic pill. 
Catherine Grace Landry, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. This, It's just been a magic carpet ride through grace and spirit and soul and magic. Um, thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for honoring the voice of your spirit, your soul. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Kelly, for having me. It's been a real blessing just to be on your show. I'm very, very thank grateful. You. So her website is KatherineGraceLandry.com. Visit her and check out her three books, The Way of the Grace-Filled Heart, The the Way of the Simple Soul, and The Way of the Light Keeper. Join us next week. We're going to be talking with we're going to be talking with Emily from um, the Dreaming House, Emily Greaves, and we're going to be talking about Dia de los Muertos. So join us on Doctor Ask Doctor Dream next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.